Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. And we're back after a four-day hiatus. Kind of felt good to take a little bit of a break. It was wonderful, and we hope you had a good long weekend as well. It's already Tuesday. It is. Uh, Finally, uh, it looks like we're getting some much-needed rain. So, on and off throughout the week, but not a bad weekend. They initially thought that it was going to be like a bust, like it was going to be a wash, but the rain came in and out, you know, here and there, and then yesterday, obviously, on the 4th of July, it started out pretty soggy, but uh, I had no plans of staying up last night with the week starting today, so I don't know why so many places waited until last night to have their fireworks. I can't do 1030 on a school night. No. It's not a school night. I know. I always, I always call weeknight school night. But I think a lot of people are at work again today. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I had to I, I had to get up and do my morning routine. I can't stay up until ten thirty to start the fireworks on a Monday night. No, no. We had a fantastic uh Saturday. We went down to a Clear Lake, which is the home of the historic surf ballroom. And we're talking about Clear Lake, Iowa, which is about Two and a half hours south of the Minneapolis-St. Paul area. And it right? is the the home of the, like you said, the historic surf ballroom. And it's historic because that is the last place where Buddy Holly and his crew. Richie Valens and the Big Bopper. Performed right. before that plane crash yeah. that, that took their lives. And uh, so we went down to Clear Lake, Iowa, who's kind of somewhat famous for their small town Fourth uh, of July celebrations. The lake is beautiful, and the walkway they have along it, and the beach. They had a little carnival set up downtown. Uh, we had a less than stellar experience, <laughs> though. We had visited a restaurant that was uh, formerly one that we really like. It has changed hands a couple of times. It's right next to the surf ballroom, and uh, it was it, disappointing. It was yeah, and they and they were newly open, so maybe they're just getting there groove in their their footing but i don't know you know it, it was it, yeah. and i and i don't i don't go into experiences like that looking for things no, to complain about no no i try and and look for the good and expect the best but you have those every once in a while we, we, we run into one of those experiences it so was, it was less than stellar but we will uh let's concentrate on the good we did have a great time down there by the way it's super cool i actually found a place uh dedicated solely to birding it was called the basic birder right houses just it was that that type of stuff and you are the ultimate by the way they had other things in there as well but i think that was just the name of the the store but it was it was cool (laughs) so anyways we had a good saturday then on sunday we thought we would uh head into uh, the twin cities for well actually canterbury which is in shakopee which is a uh again it's strange doing a podcast where we are now speaking to other people around the country as well, but uh, about just just southwest of Minneapolis, and uh, we went to the horse tracks because they have kind of a, kind of a family day on Sundays, and uh, it it just wasn't the experience that I remember. It was um, really really crowded. It was yeah, it was jammed. Um, and the, muggy. the 
family, quote unquote, day experience was not really what I was expecting. Yeah, no. And so we were there for <laughs> probably an hour and a half. Right. And, we, and we walked around and the kids got to watch a couple horse races and uh, they were kind of not having fun. No. and We were not having fun. And so we decided to leave. Right. And it was one of those moments where you're like, yep, we paid to get in. We've only been here for an hour, but nobody's having a good time. So why are we, why would we force ourselves to stay just because? Right. So right. we all decided, like, let's go find something else. Let's let's leave. Yeah, we did. And we wound up stopping halfway back in Belle Plaine, which is kind of the halfway point between uh, the Twin Cities and uh, our home in Mankato. And we stopped at a DQ chill. <laughs> We got some chicken strips. Noah got a cheeseburger, and we found a little playground there right under the Bell Plain Water Tower, and they played for about an hour. And we came home, and we called it a day. But that was funny because they had more fun there in Bell Plain. We were the only people at the playground <laughs> yeah. because it was Sunday night of 4th of July at 7 o'clock. Right. And we're eating ice cream cones and playing on a playground. But they had a blast. They, they got right. sweaty. They got tired. They jumped around, and they ran, Noah ran the bases at the baseball field. And it was like, it didn't have to be this big thing no. for us to have a good time. And it will be a funny memory. The picture that I posted on our Instagram yesterday, actually, I was like, set the phone up on the self timer. Right. We got to get a picture of this because it, it will be a funny It'll memory. It'll be a memory. It'll be a memory. Like we tried something, decided it wasn't for us, stopped doing the right. thing that wasn't for us and found something else to do. Never be the individual that is, well, I paid to get in, so we're going to stay here. If you're miserable, you know what? It's okay to say, well, I paid the entrance fee or whatever else, but I'm not having a good time, so I'm going to leave. Yeah. And it's okay to do that. It is okay. And it, it, felt, like, yeah. it felt like a good thing to model for the kids. Like, it's okay to decide something's not for you. Right, right. And we didn't throw fit. No. And we didn't pout. We weren't mad. No. And we didn't complain about wasting money. We just changed the environment yeah just changed our circumstances yeah it was not it was you know, no just not for me right i don't i it just wasn't for me and uh, on that note by the way i know that uh there's a big uh, music festival coming up in a couple couple of weeks at the tracks there the canterbury racetracks in chocopee it's called twin city summer jam and there's no camping this year. And if, you, if you've if you been in there lately, you understand the construction that's going on around there. A lot there. of road work. I would say be prepared for a traffic issue. Situation. Yeah, there's going to be a situation because it is a, it is a mess. Yeah, it really I, I is. wasn't aware of that. So I don't know how that's going to work, but I'm sure. Because, I mean, that's a great festival. If People have a, a, a fantastic time. They've got a, um, Blake Shelton and I think is it Kane Brown this mm -hmm. year. But I, I can tell you that plan ahead because at carpool, do things like that, because it is going to be an issue. The, the yeah. traffic coming in and out of there is going to be an issue. They're not going to have it fixed by then. There's no way. It's impossible. And I was, like, thinking that yesterday. I'm like, oh, my God, this ought to be something. Having said that, we had a, we had a really good 4th of July weekend. I enjoyed it. It was nice to have some downtime. And uh, we also had a moment. <laughs> Because we actually made an adjustment in our bedroom that we've needed to do for a long time and we've just ignored. But we did something. And there was a podcast, of, I don't remember if it was last week or the week before, where we talked about small changes and right. like upgrades or not settling for things just because that's how they've been or that's how they are. And this was an example in our in our home, in our bedroom, 
our sheets were worn out. Right. Literally. Like they, they were starting threadbare. Like right. literally worn out. I had washed them the last time I had washed them, I was I, I noticed it happening. Then the second time I was like, Oh, they're really wearing thin now. And they were nice sheets and they lasted a long time. <laughs> why, but, did, why did why why did I just But we just that? were like know. tolerating right. these threadbare sheets. And we finally on Saturday I went you did. You I did went and now. bought a new set of sheets, a nice set of sheets. And while I was at it, I'm like, I'm buying a new blanket too. It was, on, new... it was on Sunday. It was on Sunday, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, Target had bedding 25% off. It's not like they're, you know, top of the line, right, high right. end, but they're better than what we had. And oh, they're, yeah. they're an upgrade and they were nice. And Why did we ignore that for so long? See, it's one of those things. Like when you start to make these small upgrades, you're like, why have I just been tolerating all these things the way they were. Right. And then when I brought the new sheets and blankets home, you were like, you know what? Let's make another change. Right. Well, here, here's as far as the bed itself. Years ago, before you and I were married, we did an endorsement for sleep number beds. And it was great. It was a great endorsement. It was a great deal that we had with the sleep number company. And uh, we weren't married at that time, so they gave us each a bed. And we, we got good ones, right? Mm-hmm. And and uh, we put one in our master bedroom, and we put the other one in a guest room. It never got used. It had probably been slept on maybe maybe a dozen times. It would have been like your mom when she visited. Right. Um, your mom. My mom. And myself, when Clara was a baby, a few times. Right. It was basically brand new. Yeah, I mean, a dozen L- times. Literally setting in our guest room. So I said, you know what? Because we've, our other one, it's been seven years probably. Yeah, it, was, it was worn out. Yeah. So we decided to move it. I mean, it's still decent, but we had a brand new bed setting in our guest room. Expensive one, right? So we just swapped them. The, mat, the actual mattress frame itself. So we we basically, with just a simple trip to Target to get new bedding, we basically have a whole new bed in our bedroom now, and it was phenomenal to sleep in it on Sunday night. And then last night, again, I was like, I, I felt a ton better because our old one, I was starting, I mean, like any other product, they start to wear down a little bit, right? But lo and behold... Just for whatever reason, we just never address the issue. We just get motivated one day. Actually, I came home from the gym. I went to the gym Sunday morning. You went to Target to get the new bedding, yep. and you stopped at TJ Maxx as well to get some things for the kids. A mat and a mattress pad, which yeah. by the way, we didn't have, and that's embarrassing to say, but we didn't. So we both get back here and we're like, let's make let's take 20 minutes to do something real quick swapped the actual beds, put the new bedding on. And then Sunday night when we laid down, we were like, why did we wait this long to do this? For real. It's just, it was unbelievable. And I keep going back to these, like that was really minor. That was a small thing. Right. That didn't take a lot of money. It didn't take a lot of time. The impact was huge. Yeah. And it will will continue to be huge. And it's like, identifying these these things in your life 
and then making or taking aligned action to change them. Right. And that's these tiny things over and over in all these different areas that make your life better. Right. A great example is, uh, uh, then again, I was like, you know what's next? I'm going through all of these drawers and I'm not no I'm not going to like maybe I'll use this someday again maybe I'll use that. I'm going to purge all of my old clothing. I still have stuff from the late 90s stuffed away in some of the not not kidding. It's probably in style again. In, in some of the dresser drawers <laughs> in our guest room, I still have some of the stuff that I had carried over before you and I had ever even met. Mm-hmm. And I just just junk i mean it's just it's old stuff and i would always say to myself well if i'm gonna do some yard work or if i'm gonna be barbecuing or if i'm gonna be camping i never ever ever use the stuff some of it i you know and then there's always like well if i put on a few pounds again or if i lose this much weight Mm -hmm. for whatever it's just there and odds are you'll never use it again you can donate it recycle it do whatever but get it out of the house because it's just taking up space. And it's energy. You know, it's like you have this stuff that you're holding on to for whatever reason. All, right. Any of those reasons, all of those reasons that you just listed. And it's and it's energy in your in your home and in your life and your closet and your dresser. And it's like it's safe to let it go. Right. It's safe to to let go of the person you were when you owned those things. And it's well, and not only that, but I just think that uh, it, it's okay to purge that stuff. You know, you know what? It, I'll, I'll say this, and and I, I mean, I, I think I've mentioned it before, and you know this about me. Clutter gives me anxiety, mm-hmm. and people that hoard and collect things that gives me anxiety. I don't like a lot of stuff that's not being used, stacking up around the house, I, or not even in little piles. I just don't like. I don't like storage rooms that are full of stuff that you'll never use. That's the type of thing that drives me crazy, right? So last, it was a couple of years ago. Was it last year or two years ago? I can't remember. But we call these guys that have a service. They're called the picker-upper guys. Literally, that's their name. They'll come to your house and unload all of your stuff. They'll they'll come in and grab it. It could be old appliances, just stuff you want to get rid of, and they will dispose of it. Properly. And properly. They'll 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 tell you what is going to require what fee, whether it's an old lawnmower or a smoker or a grill in your garage or appliances in your house or just mattresses, box springs, or just clutter, just junk, old furniture, toys, whatever. You they'll just get rid of it. And it's an awesome service. And I was like, you know what? It's time to call those guys again. Let's get another pile out and continue to clean the house. And the goal is to properly dispose of these things and then not fill the house back up with stuff you don't need. Right. You know? And I know last year, I think it was last year when they came, I held on to things that I was not ready to part with for whatever reason, but I feel different. Right. This time. Right. Like, I really feel like it's safe to let go of things. Sure. And I won't, and if I, and if there's a thing what or an item that I do need down the road... I, I feel safe and secure that I will be able to acquire that thing, whatever it is. And there was a time that I think I, I held on to things because I was worried that if I needed it, I wouldn't be able to, to get it again or find it again or whatever. 
And more often than not, you won't no. ever need it again. Nope. But that's hard and, for a person to... And, and you can replace it easily right? if you do. But it's hard for people to let go. I, yeah. And feel safe and secure well, well, in that. Well, well, I think that some people, I mean, that, that's an issue for some people, like like that hoarding type thing. And I listen, I'm not, <laughs> because there is people that hoard. I don't, we're not like that, obviously, but. I probably err closer to hoarding or have in the past. Right. Not like. But you don't. Not like stacks of things you can't walk through the house, but I I tend to hang on to things. Yeah. I don't ever want to have, because I've I've witnessed that where I've walked into people's houses and then somebody will open the storage room and I'm like, oh my God. And it's it's clothing from years and years and, I mean, like 30, 40 years. And it's just like, and boxes on top of boxes of stuff that will never get used again. And I don't know why, but that just gives me anxiety. I'm like, why are you doing this? Just get rid of it, right? I like I like things a little bit more, streamlined i guess would be the the word for it and i think you do too it makes you feel better it does make me feel better so it's this this like internal battle where i know that having things neat and organized and only what i need and what i'm actually going to use feels good right but then there's this this internal pull of like but what if you need that but don't get rid of it you might want that someday right oh so man so it's it's overcoming that inner voice right telling me that i might need it or that it's that's still good right that's still valuable when it in it, it and when it isn't right <laughs> like well to, to the point where when we were doing the overhaul with moving the new bed into our room and getting the new bedding and all of that you actually looked at the top sheet which <laughs> matched the bottom sheet and it was it was i mean it had served its purpose but it didn't have a wear point in it because it wasn't the bottom sheet. Uh-huh. And you were like, what do we do with this? I'm like, chuck it. I know. That's what and we're that doing was hard. That it. was hard for me. I'm like, get rid of it. It's never going, we're never going to use that. No, no, you don't need a top no, sheet. No, But part of me was like trying to think of all the applications where a lonely top sheet would come in handy. And I had to shut that voice down and say, it's okay. Right. These serve their purpose. Thank you, Sheets, for it, for serving us well. Isn't it isn't it weird though how just something as little as what we did on Saturday or Sunday afternoon can make such a big impact? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like it's literally life changing. That's those micro changes that you start making in an effort to make your life better. Because- that add up to huge changes over time. Because I can remember the past year, at least, you and I bringing up exactly what we did on Sunday. We had we had just passively, we would mention it, like, maybe we should swap out the, the brand new sleep number bed that's in the guest room into our room. Why are we not taking advantage? Because I was like, you know what? Like any other product, they eventually get to their point where they're not 100% anymore, Right. It's still obviously operational, and some people will be like, well, it's perfectly good. Eh, you could start to feel in the center where it was starting to wear, I think, the the actual pad on top of the bed itself. So we had a perfectly good brand new one, basically, in our guest room, and it just sat there for how long? And we just never took the initiative to take 20 mm-hmm. minutes out of our day on a weekend or whatever to just swap them. 
We did. Totally. And, and literally, because I was getting up since I've started working out, I was getting up occasionally in the mornings, following or laying down in bed at night, like, man, I'm struggling to get comfortable. And immediately when I, when I would, when I laid down on, uh, on Sunday night, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be different. And then I woke up Monday morning yesterday and I was like, I feel like a million bucks. Uh-huh. Why? And I worked out Sunday pretty hard for about an hour. And I woke up yesterday feeling like there, I didn't have any stiffness, aches, pains, any of that. And I was like, I can attribute that to a great night's sleep on a new bed. That's what it's from. And, and it, I just deprived myself of that for how long? And why? I Because you know, like, I don't know why. I just t- didn't take the initiative. It's like you you recognize the opportunity. In, the, in this case, the opportunity was we have a barely used, very nice bed in the guest room. That's the opportunity. But then it was like taking the aligned action to actually swap the beds. Right. Which took 20 minutes. Right. You know, the next thing, because it inspired me to, uh, on another end, like how long have we walked into this one room in our house and be like, God, this would be a great place for a broadcast, like a guest where we could bring guests in and stuff. Yeah. Where we could set our stuff up and have like a a literal recording type broadcast studio. Like I, I've never wanted a place where I bring people in because I did it for years in radio where you bring them into the enclosed studio. And a lot of people, I don't know, maybe liked the track lighting and this and that. But I wanted to create a more cool and comfortable environment in a more casual setting. And we have a room in our home that has never, ever been used for anything. And I'm going to now, and the wheels are in motion. I'm, I'm, I'm doing this. It's been waiting too long. I'm going to put that together. And then when it's done, I'll be like, why did we wait? Why did we wait so long to do this? It's funny because right. once you start I know. recognizing these opportunities and taking aligned action and making these small changes, you just want to make more and more. Right. Right. And you qu- and you and you and you stop settling. Right. Or you I think stop, that's what it comes down you to. You stop tolerating good enough. Right. Well, you become complacent. And then you start saying like what else? Right. What else can I do? What right. other changes can I make? Initiative, right? Just get get up and get moving, get after it. And it's fun. And once you put the wheels in motion, you'll find that it's you get motivated. It's like a train. You really it's like do. a freight train. You just like full steam ahead. You really do. So so that was our that was our big event. And I, I'm actually I'm it, but as small as it seems, it's little things like that that you can do for your life that are just like I mean, it changes everything, mm-hmm. right? So now all of a sudden. We got rid of that same bedding we've been talking about for months now, and we got a new bed to boot with it because we just made a few simple changes. And we took the initiative. 20 minutes. It took us 20 minutes to swap the new bed that was in the guest room for the one that had been used Mm -hmm. for about seven or eight years in our our, uh, our, our master bedroom. I was just unbelievable. So if there's something in your life that feels... Like a place where you're stuck. Right. Can you look around and identify something small that might set you on a path to get unstuck? That's seriously. If you start thinking about it and you recognize something, and it could be the smallest thing, but it will mean a lot to you. Mm -hmm. That's what you have to remember. And you matter. And will it inspire you to do other small things? Right. That all eventually add up to really big things. Right. 
But I can tell you this, if the project is a little bit bigger and a little bit more involved, remember, one of our fine sponsors, Ryan's Plumbing and Heating and Ryan Electric in St. Peter, Holly and those guys, because we've got a project we're looking at in our bedroom, and that's our bathroom. And it's going to happen sooner than later, it I is. think, because yep. now we've started the ball right. rolling on the bedroom. And we're going to need... We're going to need to call Holly because we don't know enough about plumbing or electricity, right, for that specific project. Right. Like, we're going to need to change a light fixture. We're going to need a new toilet. We're yes. going to need a new sink. And yes. guess who can help us with that? And do it right. Because if there's one thing I've learned, when it comes to stuff like that, before you screw it up too bad, call the guys that actually know what they're doing, people you can trust. That honestly, that that's a local hometown business. They've been doing it for over a hundred years. We use them for everything that we need as far as HVAC, electric, plumbing, all of it. Okay, and we have a link on our website. Go to georgeandjess.com. If there's one thing I learned through the pandemic, don't trust the guy who knows a guy <laughs> who's going to get you something at a discounted rate. Don't do that. I've seen too many projects that got screwed up over the last couple of years. And then you're still going to wind yeah, up calling right. Holly at yep. right, Plumbing. Serious. Seriously. Again, we've got a link. You want guys that know how to do it right? We've got a link on our website. Go to georgeandjess.com. Does on this that, mean we got a guy? We Well, actually, we do. <laughs> we have we, the, good, the real guys. We've got the real guys. Uh, and, and again, I mentioned, uh, speaking of appointments and, and things like that, again, I've here's one thing I did before we go this past weekend that I would have never done in the past. I got up on Sunday morning, which was the midpoint day, right? We had Saturday, Sunday, Monday off, got up on Sunday morning. And I was like, I've got some downtime. You're running to uh, target and TJ Maxx. I went to the gym. I went up to JP, right? Again. And I've talked about how that has been kind of a life changing thing for me since I quit radio and I haven't drank since uh, December 25th. I don't even, I don't, we, I never really got into the counting days or anything like that, but it's been over six months now, mm-hmm. right? And uh, that has been one of the big, like, evolutions in my life anyways. And it felt good to walk in there. And there was only a, me and one other guy. When I, <laughs> I ran into John and Kelly when I was, when I got there, and they were getting ready, right, for to, to go about the rest of their weekend. And there was one other guy in there, and I was like, it was weird to be in there and have all of that to myself, right? It was kind of an odd feeling. but <laughs> It was me in my private gym. But it felt great, right? Mm-hmm. And then I felt great all Sunday, and I felt great through the weekend to have that break in there because I during the week I'm working out a lot. But it, I was off Monday specifically because the guy that trains me, Brett, and I were like, you know what? It's a holiday. Let's just resume on Tuesday and then – I meet with him a couple of days a week and then we'll do it again on Friday. So, but I was like, I don't want to go that long stretch through more than three days without working out. So I went in there Sunday, felt great. Right. It honestly, that's the kind of things that's my drug steps. That is my drug of choice right now. One bite at a time. So it could be you as well. Again, we have a link for them on our website. If you're serious about your health and fitness, if you're serious about it, I'm telling you, if you reach that point, those are the guys you need to go see. So, we have a link for their website as well on our website, georgeandjess.com. All right. I hope that was a good motivational point to start the week, right? Small things that you can do for yourself that'll literally change your life. Aligned action. It all adds up. There you go. We'll be back with another episode tomorrow morning at 6 a.m.